Welcome to What in the Wellness with Tiffany, where we have real conversations dedicated to helping women make holistic wellness easier. Through education, self-exploration, and actionable steps, mixed with a bit of laughs and real-life experience, What in the Wellness with Tiffany is meant to be your companion on your personal wellness journey. I'm your host, Tiffany Stewart, certified health coach, internationally featured wellness writer, business owner, info geek, loud laugher, and mom of two. I'm so happy that you're here with us. Let's get started. Today's sponsor is Moment of Bliss. Moment of Bliss is a skincare line that uses organic and sustainably sourced herbs, butters, and oils to create face wash, toners, night cream, eye cream, serum, deodorant, and dry shampoo. With a focus on quality, each product is made in very small batches and with so much love. I'm personally in love with Moment of Bliss's Elderflower Face Serum. It's made with pomegranate seed oil, geranium oil, rosemary antioxidant extract, and a couple of other nourishing all-organic ingredients. You can find Moment of Bliss products on Etsy with a link also in the show notes, and listeners will receive 15% off by using the code TIFFANY15, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-1515 at checkout. Hey everyone, hope that you're doing well. It's me again, Tiffany. I'm back with another episode and I'm so excited for this one. I'm excited for most episodes. Why would I just say most? I mean all episodes. I'm especially excited because today's guest, I would say like, you know, you kind of have internet friends and I say that about other people, but too, but she's like one of my internet friends, I would say so. And I've actually met her in real life. But before we get into the nitty gritty, I want to say welcome to all the new listeners. I am excited for you to be here and thank you for sharing your time with me because I know that it's being grabbed by everything and even other people in the house if you are like me. So Thank you for your time today. I wanted to do something that was a little bit different today, and so I actually recorded a video version of today's episode, which is absolutely different because I usually just do audio. Um, I kind of get into very briefly and jokingly why I usually do not do a video version, um, and that will be at the top of today's episode. But if you are open to listening to the video, watching rather, the video version of this whole conversation that we're about to have, please feel free to check in the description and you'll find it linked there where you can watch it in completion. And that's really great because you're able to actually see what I look like. You're able to see what the guest looks like. It's just a different experience, which is really cool. So feel free to do that. It will be linked again in the show notes. But today's episode is along the lines of something that all of us probably are into already if you are listening to this to some degree or if you're new to the whole um, wellness world um, you might be just trying to navigate through this and so that's why I was like okay let me make this like a whole episode As an advocate for women entertaining the switch to cleaner options, I understand completely it's not only impractical, but can be downright stressful to expect someone to get rid of all the makeup one has all at once. It's even more harmful than helpful, see what I did there, to expect someone to switch without giving guidance on comparable products, essentially swaps. And unfortunately, there aren't tons of widely spread commercials if there are even any at all, (laughs) for truly cleaner products yet. That's yet, because I hope it's coming. But, you know, that's all about money and marketing dollars and everything. But that's a whole other conversation. Increasing the awareness of a lot of brands in the cleaner beauty space. But in this episode, I'm speaking with a clean beauty makeup artist with over six years of experience to get some tips, tricks, and favorite brand recommendations. Sammy Koch of Hullo, H-U-L-L-O, <laughs> Sam, is a makeup artist with over 60 years of experience located in Charlotte, North Carolina. As a lover and advocate for all things green beauty, Sammy uses her skill set in the green beauty space while specializing in event, editorial, bridal, commercial, private, one-on-one makeup sessions, and more. Her simple yet statement-worthy makeup looks are meant to hopefully make you want to venture out of your makeup comfort zone, all while using nearly exclusively green beauty products. She loves to experiment with color and push people outside of the box. 
Sammy's motto is to have fun with makeup because at the end of the day, it comes off, okay? It's not that serious. <laughs> Making beautiful people pretty is her favorite pastime, and she loves connecting with others, whether it be one-on-one -on -one makeovers, Zoom consults, hosting a beauty event, or engaging with her audience by sharing makeup tips and step-by-step -step makeup tutorials on Instagram. Sammy's hope is that you'll be inspired by the many options Green Conscious Beauty has to offer and have some fun while doing so. Sammy is super fun and I'm so excited to get into this episode and this interview because it was just a delight. Again, if you want to watch the video version, it'll be linked in the show notes. But before we do, I just wanted to share this quick reminder that if this type of wellness and feel good related content is your jam, please take a moment to support the podcast by leaving a rating on your podcast streaming app, whichever one it may be by sharing with a friend or clicking on the buy me a matcha link in the show's description notes. All these things help the podcast by increasing awareness or helping to fuel the creation of more informative content like you're about to hear. So thank you in advance. Let's get into the episode. See you on the other side. Yay! I, I, if anybody that's listened up until now, um, I don't really do video versions too much of, of the podcast episodes because, I don't know, I, maybe I just don't feel like it in dress, but <laughs> I... <laughs> that part. <laughs> I'm so happy that you came on, that you agreed to come on the video. Everybody can see the, like, forest. If you are listening to this, you can go and watch this on YouTube. But um, you can see the like forest setting that Sammy is is sitting in in the back. <laughs> My plant jungle. <laughs> I want it to be more of a jungle. We'll get, we'll get there. You know, our, our other halves may not agree with it, but honestly, he doesn't really give me a hard time about it. He's like, "Hey, it makes you happy." So. <laughs> oh, you're great. <laughs> good. Oh, that's good. So we're going to get right into the questions of, um, that I have sent you, but you know that there's, we're going to go off topic just because that's who and how we are. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell everyone about yourself and what you do? Yeah. So my name is Sammy. Um, I go by Hello Sam on social. So that's just at H-U-L-L-O-S-A-M. It has no meaning. I literally was just sitting in my car. I think it was like 2011 when I first got my Instagram. And I was like, hi, Sammy. Hi, Sam. Hello, Sam. Okay. <laughs> That's it's it. Good. <laughs> um, and I'm a green beauty makeup artist, um, a content creator. I also, I do a lot of different things. Um, mm -hmm. I guess I focus on green beauty, sustainability, slow fashion, um, you know, healthy, clean living, eating kind of like encompass it all but beauty is my main focus yeah mm -hmm. and just because um some people may not have heard like the term you what you put in there slow fashion yes. can you can you um just give like a brief uh you know yeah. definition of it so slow fashion is it can mean a lot it can look like a lot of different things so that's like uh, secondhand thrifting vintage or um, ethical sustainably made clothing from brands that you know they, they use fair trade practices they are using you know organic materials like organic hemp or cotton or you know just low waste no you know not using as much water energy efficient that sort of thing so right okay because I know a lot of they it's being um people have hear all the terms and I, that's a whole other topic that I haven't been able to tackle yet as far as like <laughs> as far as what the terms mean so people can can understand them because they're even like well terms like fair trade and sustainability are seen you see them more in like target and stuff which is not particularly slow fashion but explaining all of it it can, it can be like very confusing and sometimes it's a little bit vague because like oh it's sustainably made but there's a lot to unpack with all of it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Say, um, a good, a good app, even to just like, you can obviously just like Google, like whatever, but a good app to kind of even compare, uh, like your clothing item. Let's say you like Zara and you want to get some ideas. Um, not that Zara's bad. I'm, I mean, I'm wearing something from Urban Outfitters, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think like mm-hmm. that balance, you know, and seeing like, right. okay, this brand, let me see good on you app, good on you app. Mm. Um, they have an Instagram, they have an actual app, they have a website and you can like literally put in a search bar, like, okay, Zara, and then they'll come up with other brands that are doing it a little bit better or, you know, around the same price point, you know, cause sustainable fashion does have like that stigma of being like very high-end expensive. And right. um, I say the most sustainable is thrifting and vintage because right. you're reusing something and it's fun and it's unique. So that's my favorite personally. But, mm-hmm. but even, and even, um, I don't, I've never really, well, I don't really bring it up on my Instagram, but people that may have been following me for a long, long time. Um, I actually started my YouTube video. Like some of the first, uh, the first videos were like me thrifting and sharing and, and doing like lookbook videos with them. They're still up there somewhere. If you want to go and check if, if anybody wants to check them out, but, um, I'm going to go look. <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, send it to me now. I don't feel like search. <laughs> um, but I really wanted to have you on because of your makeup focus, the, the green beauty focus, um, because I think that it's a little I think a lot of wellness types of things and uh, good for you type of practices and choices that we make can seem a lot to um, people when they're, they're making the switch. And that's why I was like, okay, let me, let me have Sammy on so that she can help us (laughs) get through some of a lot of the, um, the things that may confuse people. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I think um, just green beauty can be kind of, uh, well, a little bit intimidating. Like you're just like, mm-hmm. like, especially if you've never even heard of it, you're like, what the heck is green beauty? Right. Is it like beauty that's green? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it can mean a lot of different things. There's a lot of, you know, brands that will say they're this and they're not. And so there's, you know, that's a whole other topic, obviously, but uh, yeah. Right. And especially because, um, as I'm even mentioned with Target, like, um, you're seeing a lot of these types of like cleaner label things in Target and in Walmart. And so knowing how to navigate it can help people um, break down the barrier of, of making the cleaner switch. And that's what I'm kind of all trying to focus on too okay. with this month. <laughs> you know, Molly, like Maison for like you and mm-hmm. you're just like, I just love your Target. Like you go out and you find you know, your label readers with your t-shirt, by the way. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. That like, that's so important, you know, knowing what you're looking at so, mm-hmm. and making it easier for other people um, that want to make the switch, but just are kind of like, ah, where do I start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my next question to you is what led you to becoming a makeup artist and even more specifically a makeup artist who primarily uses non-toxic and natural makeup? Yeah. So I find this to be true with like a lot of like the switch over to green beauty stories, but Mm -hmm. it's like a health thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and for me, I've spent most of my life with like sensitivities and tolerance, you know, I'm gluten-free, dairy-free, all the things Mm -hmm. and sensitive I wouldn't say I'm as sensitive anymore. And that I think plays a big role. Green beauty plays a big role into that because it's kind Mm -hmm. of normalized my skin because I was very like reactive and very much um, just like generally, like I would try things and I had to go for like the very sensitive skin type stuff. Now I'm a little more, I'm combo. My my skin type is combination, but I lean more normal now, which is really nice. Mm. Um, So yeah, I'd say my passions for like all things green beauty came into when I was just like I don't want to just eat healthy and put things in my body that are healthy I want to put stuff that's on my body that's really because you know we're right adjusting it too um so yeah that was kind of what prompted me to really take a look into this lifestyle yeah I think every uh, all of a lot of most of the people in the wellness space and I'm sure you could say this is that we all have like a story that brought us here like what something that happened and then we were like oh I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah I was just like I can't you know I, I started realizing like, I can't have gluten I can't have all these things and I was like okay I'm good I'm good and then but I was still like itchy on my skin or I would just like mm-hmm. have like issues and um and I was just like, okay, let me just try. And so I started, you know, I got the Think Dirty app, which mm-hmm. is an resource, and then like EWG, I would look up stuff and slowly 
my thing is like baby steps. Don't just like take yes. it and just be like, I'm throwing it all away because that's wasteful. Just use up what you've had, you know, finish it up. If you're almost done and it's expired, throw it away and then start with something new, you know, that you right. are looking into or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I try to tell people all the time of, of try to align yourself and find um, people who are kind of already doing the things that you want to do. And so it makes it kind of easier and, and they'll be sharing what they use. And then so that you can take that and go in the store and be like, Oh, I saw such and such. I mean, I hate the term influencer. That's me personally, but that's why I'm a content creator. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everybody, everybody else has their thing. And because I feel <laughs> we influence, but right. Right. But I think that, and, um, we, have a tendency, and I think maybe it's just because of our nature, um, yes, I'm pat patting us on the back, of wanting to influence for good, like to actually help. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not just like, oh, let me make some money and just promote this partnership. You know, like we're, I mean, and I would hope that most influencers, content creators would be genuine and honest in what they're sharing. And, and I know that you and I are and a lot of others, so. Yeah, a lot of our, our blogger friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we genuinely care. We want to see you like thrive and succeed. It's not like, oh, just buy this. <laughs> right. You don't need it? Okay, don't buy it. Like, don't buy it. I don't. <laughs> I'm all about like, again, it's that sustainable lifestyle. Like, right. Do not need it. Do not get it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So my next question for you is, in your experience, what are some of the biggest assumption pe assumptions people have about using more natural makeup that you've come across? And are there some truth to those? Yeah, so I think a lot of times it's like, does it truly work? Like, mm -hmm. will it replace XYZ, you know, brand that I use? Um, they kind of think maybe sometimes like, is this a hoax? Like, is this right, right. being ploy? Which sometimes it is, you know? Um, as if though all green beauty is packaged in like this crunchy bamboo, you know, which mm -hmm. I think green beauty has come a long way. And I mean, not that there's anything wrong with sustainable packaging. I love a good bamboo, you know, compostable, like everything is really like low waste and you can recycle it and all that stuff. But, um, it's not just like you're neutral and not long lasting anymore. Like there's just so many options. So mm -hmm. I think, um, my answer is yes, like it does work. And there are so many dupes to regular cosmetics and beauty products that work even better in my opinion. Like I think when it, when it comes to like a waterproof mascara, anything waterproof, that's a little bit trickier. Right. Like, just because the, the ingredients they're using to make it waterproof, you know? So, I, but honestly, there's just dupes for so much. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, I think that's one of the assumptions for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, I because that's what I people ask me all the time. They'll be like, oh, you know, as far as we're gonna get into like other things, but like pigmentation and stuff, and like how does it does it even really work, or how is it even able to work? Uh, that's a whole other yeah. thing. <laughs> How's he able to the formulation of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and it and if you all um, that are listening. Um, um, we mentioned Molly of Maison Pure. Am I saying it right? <laughs> yeah, Maison, I mean French, Maison Pure. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and for those who don't know why I know French, I live, I'm Canadian, lived it, like born in Toronto, raised, like kind of raised Toronto, Montreal. So I had to learn French. Right. And, and I, I learned French before in school, but only for three years, but I'm still terrible at it. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you said it right. But anyway, we, we, um, we did a couple episodes and uh, we're going to, I'm going to have one on the same um, season of the podcast where we talk about the different formulations and, of products and why they use certain things um, and what's the um, detriment on using those things too. Um, so especially when, when it comes to like teens and teen makeup and stuff marketed to toward, towards teens. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> and the potential hazards and everything. So be sure to check out that episode as well. But I really think um, it's great that you do focus on natural beauty products, you know, and, and, and in a realistic way, because we don't, there's all sorts of different price points that everybody is able to hit. And, you know, I don't want everybody to always think that they have to go for the 
most um, expensive thing that has the most uh, crunchy package because it's beautiful and it's great, but sometimes it doesn't fit in our budget. And so, you know, that's really great that you always share that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's super important. I think like showing the different options, just like, again, like what you do even. And I don't, I don't really go to, uh, it's funny, I don't go to Target as much as you and Molly, but when I do, <laughs> it's not a bad thing because, because honestly, it'd be a bad thing if I went that much. So I'm probably thankful that I don't. But, um, but yeah, I think like there are great options and not just in cosmetics, right? Skincare and just like simple items like a organic jojoba oil or something. But you right. Know, it's like you can use it for so many different things. So. Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And I guarantee you the reason why we go there is because of the kids. Okay. It's the kids. <laughs> are you sure about that? No, I'm not. I'm not. I know because I go without them. So it's, <laughs> it's just fun. It's like a time to get away, like unplug, like go into Target and just like not think of anything else. Yeah. Until you get to the register. That's what it is. <laughs> like, oh, uh, <laughs> let, let me go really quick check on something. I forgot something over there. And then you're like, let me put this back. <laughs> like $300 later. I've done that before. I'm like, oh, I forgot something. Um, here, you go ahead. <laughs> and then I'm just like putting certain things back. Like, okay. <laughs> exactly. 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 It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so my next question for you is what are some things people should know when starting to use more natural makeup op options? And I'm in this episode, I uh, was asking like color pigmentation, application, how long they stay on, things like that. Yeah, so like I said, like first baby steps, like finding dupes to what you already love and use is always a great start. For example, um, like MAC has like that Fix Plus setting spray. Mm -hmm. Lily Lolo, for example, like a great setting spray that I would say like you could dupe it to the Max, the Max Fix Plus. Um, it's not going to be as, it's not going to be like waterproof, but it does, it does do, it does set. So, um, I mean, it's good. As far as color and pigmentation, um, some, you know, some people are comfortable with some color, certain color dyes, some aren't. I'm a little more chill with that. Um, but, uh, if you're comfortable with more color, then, you know, there are certain dyes and green beauty products and then some that don't have it. But I think it's a personal preference there, preference. There's a lot of options as far as it, as it goes with like long wearing, long lasting makeup. I think if you're choosing color, um, think brighter and more pigmented, it will last a lot longer. So um, if you're just like, man, you know, I really want my makeup to last, um, that, can, that can range from like choosing powders or choosing creams or choosing like super high pigmented colors. Um, so I don't know if that answers the question, but usually like a higher pigment will last longer. Like a red, right. a red it'll stain the lips a bit more. Um, so even thinking in lo for longevity, think color too, and just like uh, texture and finish. Right. Yeah. And do you find that there's like the natural products, um, like more, less toxic options? Like, let's say, in my experience, right? Like, we, you can go to like the neighborhood beauty supply store and you can find a, a eyeshadow palette that has for like $5, right? And then it has like this super pigmented purple and red and stuff like that. Um, but then when you look at other natural uh, products, it, it's not able to hit that same type of pigmentation um, colors. And people get a little disappointed, I guess, from that because they're so used to this highly pigmented options that we are, have been used to. But I have seen you sh share a good amount of um, very p highly pigmented eyeshadows. Um, and do, do they last, would you say, compared to like the other ones that we know are more toxic, but right. you know. Yeah, I mean, I, man, I used to love like NARS and just like all the things, you know? So, um, and they made some very high pigment, Urban Decay, you know, all those mm -hmm. makeup forever, all of that. So um, I would say, and I know we were gonna get to this at the end, but. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay, cool. But I would say like uh, Prisma Palette, which she used to go by Mother Bear's Handmade. She's now Prisma Palette. Her name is Angela. She is incredible. Like with her, and she makes singles, and you can also buy like, they're singles, but she, she can like curate a palette, like the warm tones or the cool tones. Okay. But she has like literally every color. 
And wow. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I love her. She's affordable. She's um, just, yeah, she's great. So uh, that would be something that like pops into my head as far as like pigmented uh, eyeshadows. They last. And I've done, I'm trying to think like on Instagram, just some photos that I've done where some makeup looks that I'm wearing her stuff. There's a lot, like most really high color ones are her eyeshadows a lot of times. Okay. That's um, good to know. Yeah. And then it's one of those things, like I'm a very balanced person. Like I don't like to just, I'm not a purist, but I'll just say that much. With mm -hmm. I am with makeup, I like to have a little bit of fun because it comes off at the end of the day. So, right. Um, so there are certain, you know, brands that are cruelty free that maybe I'll use or, um, you know, which I get a lot of questions like, oh, it's cruelty free. Oh, if it's vegan, that's good. It's clean. Right. And it's like, no, that's, no, that's, that's no. a whole, um, if it has fragrance, forget it. Like, I don't care how pigmented it is. I'm just right. going to put it on me, uh, because that's another whole thing. But, mm -hmm. um, but there's, you know, bodyography, which is, a, a you know, cruelty free vegan brand there. They make like these glitter pigments that I just love. Mm. And there's just, you know, there's certain things where I'm like, okay, I just, I just want some glitter. Stop. Right, 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 right. You right. know, my client or an editorial shoot or something like that. So, um, that's fun, but yeah, I think it's a balance. And then I think that when we do get into, when you start revamping the way that you go about life and you're like, okay, I'm going to be cleaner and more healthier and stuff. I think the purpose is to eliminate as much of the crap as you can so that even when you choose to eat or <laughs> eat or put on your thing, the less toxic, um, the, that's what I was saying, the less, the less greener thing, um, or less healthy thing, it's not as much of a detriment even to your health because you're not doing it on an every, every like every, your eating bad, your, your, the air in your house is bad, the, the, everything you put in on your skin is terrible. And then you, on top of that, um, you, every day using really bad products that have chemicals in there unintentionally. But the whole thing is that if you're able to just eliminate as much as you can, and then, you know, every now and then you want to, you know, <laughs> do whatever it is. It's not as much, your, your body is not going to freak out as much even as either. Yep. So totally. No, that's true. It's that accumulation thing, right? Like right. over time, you, you got to be careful. So yeah. Right. Right. So my next question was that, that by now, um, you've hopefully everyone has, but if you yeah. haven't, <laughs> <laughs> um, you've, you might've heard the episode and this to you, I did with Molly on, uh, Mason Pure Purs, oh gosh, podcast about the lack of inclusive options and in green beauty and what can be done to help address that. But I've seen you do amazing work on a wide variety of skin tones using makeup, natural makeup or, you know, nat natural, the ingredient makeup. <laughs> mostly <laughs> um what has your experience been being so close up with so many brands as far as diverse or lack thereof options in the clean beauty space and what advice would you give someone with darker tones like me or darker when using or choosing clean beauty yeah i love this question okay because green beauty has not been inclusive <laughs> like <laughs> it still has mega strides to take towards like inclusivity and diversity and their makeup and beauty lines and all of that and, and just not even just with like their instagram but like further like their right like all of it like it goes further than just the way it looks on instagram so um i do believe there are more choices than there were years ago like for mm -hmm. sure there are way more options than like you know um our mothers and grandmothers have you know obviously mm -hmm. white but you know, just like makeup in general has come a long way. But um, I believe we're making strides in progress. So I think that needs to be acknowledged and that's great. Yes. The more that we create, the better it will be. But we can't just get comfortable and just be like, okay, we're good. You know, we're, we're expanding our range. We're good. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, it doesn't just stop at makeup, like I said. And, you know, I know like that's Chelsea. Our friend yes. Chelsea. Our she friend Chelsea. A lot, like just that it's, who are the people in leadership? Like, what are their positions in the brand? Are they, like, is it trickling down to the consumer level? It's not just the Instagram. It's not just, oh, we added these shades, you know? So, the, yeah, those things matter. Um, and I think one of the biggest 
Did you ask this question? No, I can't remember. As for, you're talking about diversity, inclusivity, and, and green beauty, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was going to go continue off of that. But um, that's kind of what I think. Yeah, I think that um, it's, it still has a long way to go. And I think it's always going to be evolving. Like, I don't think as long as humans are around, like, and yeah. different cultures, colors, undertone, all of that, like, it should always be evolving. Always, yes. like progressing and being creative with you know, okay we don't have this undertone let's let's do it because literally no one person looks the same and has the right. same undertone or the same you know pigmentation or whatever so yeah that's that's what i feel about it and, and I, you and you know even when you go to when you do your sessions and you have your makeup sessions um you know that's what yeah if you could share like even um what are the one well we're gonna get into what products yeah. but just even um when you go to do a session, um, what are you kind of looking for in, in the products that you're going to be picking for darker tones? Like, is there, do you find that it's hard even to find some that may match um, the, and, and what is your process even? That wasn't on the thing. What is your process even when you are real, have someone scheduled and then? <laughs> yeah, like I have, um, one of my editorial shoots that I did last year, she's very dark skin tone, beautiful skin. And uh, mm -hmm. she's actually, I, I'm gonna be doing another look on her soon, hopefully, cause she's a good friend. But um, this, I think the biggest mistake, I'll start here, the biggest mistake that women make is that they perceive that they're like one color overall and we're not, we're multifaceted. Mm -hmm. um, especially women of color, you know, there's, mm -hmm. you, there's more pigmentation in certain areas. There's, it just depends obviously on the, you know, your skin tone. But if you think about it, we're multifaceted. So, um, you know, there's areas to our skin that are more hollow. They're more contoured. Like maybe the sun hits you more right here. So you're a little right here. Um, so yeah, I think starting for me, my process is first off, you know, I want to see my model, my client, whatever. I want to see their pictures of them. I want to see pictures of natural. I want to see them in, you know, um, in front of a ring light. I want to see what they look like in the summer. I want to see what they look like in the winter, you know, to kind of get an idea of what I'm working with. And then mm -hmm. I think as far as brands, um, which I can get to later, but there are, you know, there have been shade expansions and range expansions, which is great. Uh, I don't struggle as much as I used to, I will say, with mm -hmm. trying to find the right shade. So that's good. Um, but um, so I would say more so like having like a lot of different options on my, uh, you know, my kit, just having like a wide range of foundations and concealers with me, no matter who I'm working with, but especially mm -hmm. darker skin tones, because I want to be able to get that perfect match and always thinking warmer. You don't want to look ashy or cool. Like that's just not a good, look. right. Not a good look. So, right. um, so yeah, so starting with like the center of the face, like the hot, the lightest point for the most part. Um, and then when you do that, you're basically like highlighting and concealing all at once. And then you would kind of start to go into the deeper tones and, and doing more of that contour. So it's hmm. almost like, you're working, you don't really have to take a stick and contour at the end because you're almost doing that with the foundation in itself. Right. You know, concealers and contour and, and stuff like that is, you can do that with, you can, you can conceal your face or, or put a base on with concealer. It's the same idea. It's just, um, that's, that's how I like to work is kind of getting that like smooth base, the different tones going, um, and then you'll see like the contour points once you do that around the hairline, perimeter, and jawline, cheekbones, all of that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I've noticed that. I noticed that like I've, I've, in the green beauty space, I've been having a hard time personally finding a good concealer that, that matches my tone. And then I'm glad you brought up the whole summer and the winter thing because you, I need two different ones, two different things. Yeah. Yeah, so are tricky that is something I feel like concealers they can look ashy and like mm -hmm. not they like they're not like you got a great foundation but then there's the concealer and it's like it's not quite there right so I think concealers need a little bit more tweaking and, and add addition like it's kind of like oh we've added all these new foundations okay please do concealers <laughs> right exactly exactly I've noticed that yeah. I've noticed that look and at then concealer even is almost like a foundation 
because yes. people like me, I love to just use a found uh, concealer just to do little things and I'm done, you know? I don't exactly. Always cover up my full face, yeah. Like I'm, I'm all about normalizing dark circles too, you know, but. <laughs> yes, and it's cute sometimes, honestly. I know that sounds crazy, but like from a makeup artist perspective with an editorial kind of vibe, it's mm -hmm. like that like runway, like I'm kind of tired, but like it looks kind of cool. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I definitely have had a hard time finding a good concealer and also a um, color corrector um, mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of, because when, back in the day, <laughs> um, I would get, um, what was it? I can't remember the name now. Goodness gracious. But anyway, one that would be really, really peachy, but like a dark peachy yes. in order to offset the, yes, almost yeah. orange. Yeah. Almost orange. And I can't seem to find that. Maybe you can give recommendation, but I can't, can't seem to find that in the green beauty space. It's hard, yeah. I feel like, um, I'm trying to think. So I know, and this is like a higher end brand, but Vanassi mm -hmm. 7, they are, I think they're Swedish or somewhere in Denmark. I can't remember. But mm -hmm. uh, they have this really cool thing where they have like this white, it's just literally like a pot of just like white, uh, formulation that kind of would be like a foundation and then you can take hmm. the pigment that they make so like you could choose the light medium dark whatever and you mix it in there so you can literally for a makeup artist like it's just like it's like your Bob Ross like painting and mixing the color. Mm -hmm. but you can do that where you can actually take pigment and and it even I mean I've even done it before where I've taken like an orangey eyeshadow that's matte and you can like mix mm. it in there um, now that's like a whole other thing, right? Like most women do, are just like, I'm not going to go get it. Right, 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 right. all these things. Sam, <laughs> you're crazy. Um, but I think that, yes, it is possible, but I also think that the correctors and those types of things need to improve for sure. Yeah. Like, I think that those are definite, any, any makeup brands that might be listening, who knows, I'll take it. But they, um, they, those are two opportunities that I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And I'm, and then another thing that I was going to say, like, um, just with deeper skin tones, you can pretty much wear any color, like, like color, like mm. color, but you want to, because colors look fabulous against your skin tones. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wouldn't shy away from that. I think where you win with bright colors is going for more of that, like making sure the warmth is present. Because mm -hmm. I think like, oh, well, this pink is like really bright and colorful, but you want it to have that warmth. You want it to be, yes. you don't want it to be on that paler, cooler side of things. So um, like if you take a pink, like look for more of like a blue base than something that's, does that make sense? Am I making sense? I do. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, and what, what, what I usually, I kind of like put it against my um, skin tone like put the color right next against my yeah. skin and and to see if it kind of pops if it doesn't pop then I don't really yeah. want it and that's, and that's another great thing about like eyeliners like black or brown eyeliners and stuff if it's just like looking kind of gray and just not like really popping mm -hmm. go look for something else that's going to be like a deeper you want um you don't want green undertones with a black eyeliner that's not cute Okay. So, um, yeah, if it's a bit green or gray, that means it's not rich enough. So really going for that richness. You want rich. Like, that's mm -hmm. rich. yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. I noticed that with certain certain colors. But if as I mentioned. Like turquoise or like <laughs> something bright like that, then yes, please. You know I'm like all about the colors. I was about to say, if anybody is watching the video, they would see that both Sam and I have a bright colored top on and I put this on purposely because I knew Sam was going to have on. <laughs> a I was wearing a black shirt before this and I was like, no, I need to, I need to put something colorful on. <laughs> I think that with all the video things that's been going on, I think I've liked wearing some sort of color because it just, it's, you pop a little bit more. You pop a little bit more. Yes. Sam always serves the color on her Instagram, if y'all haven't noticed. <laughs> or you should go and check out. And her nails. She has blue nails on her. growing out. I need to get them taken off. You can't really tell from far, so I'm okay with that. You're okay. Look at this. No. Oh, I see it. I see it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just keep it up far. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so 
we'll come to the last question um, where I try to give the li listeners tangible tools um, or tips that they can bring into the everyday wellness routine or life right away. But I'm going to do it a little differently today. Since the clean beauty space is kind of difficult to navigate, sometimes due to a lot of brands being independent and not in big box stores, we are going to pick your brain to give us two to three brands that you feel do a good job of offering amazing makeup options that work for an array of skin tones while not costing a million dollars. And they have to be different than the collab post that we did. If everyone should go and check out that, um, oh, yeah, so fun. that, <laughs> that Sam and I, Sam, me, me my English today, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Molly, Becca, Molly of Mason Pure. We done now. We have to send this to her because we didn't talk her up all. <laughs> her ears are probably burning. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, um, Becca of Organically Becca, and myself. We did a collab post where we posted five be clean beauty products under twenty dollars. Everyone should go and check them out. I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, mine and, and you guys could go and link to everybody because all of us our posts are linked. So the products that you share with us have to be different than those. And go. <laughs> okay. So um, like I said, Prisma palettes, like that is like the one for eyeshadows. They're just so good. Um, they make so many colors. They have like the nude and the neutral palettes. They've got like the metallics. They've got the satin finish. They've got, so it's just, I, I recommend Prisma palettes for eyeshadows. Like, they're just so good. Um, and they're, they won't break the bank. I mean, they're not, um, again, it's not like you're buying like one shadow and it's just $2 or anything like that. Right. Um, but they do make sets and I'm actually looking at it right now because I wanted to make sure like I got like the right price point here. But I mean, just if you're watching the YouTube, you can see here I'm scrolling. They literally make sets and they just keep, it just keeps going. Like, okay. So for example, if you wanted to go, there's this, um, wow. The Essentials Elements Palette. So this is for beautiful deep tone. Look at that, like gorgeous. Oh, wow. Um, and then this, so you're getting, basically you're getting each little um, like magnetic eyeshadow. Uh, what's it called? Why am I blanking on the word? Just like. The, the, I, I don't know what the word, but the little, the little container thing, the, the, yeah, what's it? Why am I blanking? Oh my God. It happens to me all the time. Don't feel, don't feel bad. All the time. The, the pan or whatever. So mm -hmm. anyways. Um, so just one of those costs, I think right now, I believe, like I just saw she's having a sale, which is $12. Um, they last forever, by the way, too. Like they're not like these little dinky, like thin little things. Like there's mm -hmm. a bit of product in there. Um, and they're 10 bucks right now, 10.95. So oh, wow. if you wanted one shade, right? That would be something you could do and you can make your own palettes. You could literally just buy like, um, but then she's got sets, which, they're, they're over a hundred dollars, but there's like a lot of, you saw, there's a lot of shades in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, I would say, so that's just one. And then there's Kosas, which does a great job at, you know, like some of that, like 10 second eyeshadow. That's K K O S or the K O S A S. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they, they have like the 10 second eyeshadows, which are really fun. They're priced, but I think they're like, I want to say they're under $20 for sure. Um, and they're just like a wand and you just like slap it on and they've got some fun, cool colors. They've got like a purple an icy blue. They've got a copper, gold, all of those. Um, have you ever used them? No. Yeah. They're, they're really cool. Especially like, I think for like on the go women too, like just like, yes, just like slap it on and you can use your finger and it's like a watercolor. It's really cool. Um, mm. Axiology. She, Erica, who it's Latina owned actually. So she's, um, she's got beautiful lip products and then she has, okay. the, um, crayons. They're, they're called balmies. I want to say they're called balmies and mm -hmm. she is 100% like sustainable. Like her packaging is like waste free. It's incredible. Wow. So she's amazing. Axiology, um, A-X-I-O-L-O-G-Y. And then, um, so these balmies, you can use them on your eyelids, your cheeks, or your lips. Okay. They literally look like little crayons. Like, like they That's cool. Crayons. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, and then as you're using it, you can like sharpen it or, you know, just, I guess you could sharpen it if you had a sharpener or you could just leave it and just use the stick or whatever. But they're very small and cute and they're super affordable. Um, and then I would say probably like 
Vapor is a mm -hmm. line that has some good options that is thankfully expanding even more. Um, mm -hmm. Ilya, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of, to me, Ilya is like the, um, almost like the Mac of like yes. in a way and they are doing some incredible things and still continuing they're always growing which i really appreciate um sasha the founder i actually like did a zoom a mother a daughter mother in me like kind of zoom with uh sasha and her mom which was oh i think uh, did you post about that yeah, i think I, mm -hmm. and it was just so sweet and um she was sharing you know that they're they're continue they're always like continuing to add to the shade range. I think she said that they were gonna put out like 18 new shades and wow. like, with the undertones, like all of it. Like they are they know what's up. So I'm very like I, I'm really I love that Ilya is, you know, doing that. So um and then I have to this line is not inexpensive, but I just have to. It's um That's okay. It's black owned Josephine Cosmetics. Have you heard of this? Oh. No. Okay. So I, this is like, if you like Pat McGrath style stuff, right? Like, mm -hmm. glitter mm -hmm. stuff, like glitter and just that metallic and very editorial Josephine cosmetics. So she has made these incredible, like, um, Oh, what do you call them? It's an eyeshadow, but it's like a wand. It's almost like the 10 second eyeshadow from Kosas idea. Mm -hmm. But it, so it's more of like this liquid, I wouldn't even say it's as liquidy. It's just like this wand. You take it out and it's metallic eyeshadow. And it's really, really gorgeous. Yeah, they have like a pink, they've got a gold. Um, just so I gotta go check it out. She makes like these contour palettes. And of course, being you know, a black owned business, she knows too how to cater right. to black women and women of color. So that's really nice. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's what I said. Like, even though I tried to share a lot of affordable options and things, like I, we okay i <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that people will want to spend their money certain places and they'll spend their money on stuff especially when they are changing from um buying a bunch of other products and spending lots of money on other products now they have that money and they're like where do i put it now right and so they won't they may buy a 30 dollar conditioner conditioner which i shared recently or whatever it is or a, a more expensive eyeshadow palette if they feel that um they're represented and that it's it's worth it or something and that's real juice you know black owned and so that's right thing. and then like i mean there's so many like range beauty makes foundations and mm -hmm. options uh marie hunter beauty who makes like beautiful lipsticks like gorgeous just you i have to make notes from <laughs> everything you just said yeah, and I even have, I mean, I have like a highlight in my, um, in my story, like highlights, and it's just like BIPOC, uh, you know, clean beauty brands and just other brands. And there's also the, um, why am I blanking? Black and Green, like their website. Like, yes. Know, look at like, mm -hmm. talks, you know, organic. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I'm glad that you, um, I'm happy that you share about a lot of both or everyone you, you. Yeah try to represent everyone when you are sharing um, all sorts of uh, makeup options, like from your tones and things. I had to learn for a long time that like about undertones and things like that. I, had to, I didn't understand it before. I should have brought my color wheel. I have a color wheel. And so that is very helpful. You can literally go on Amazon and just look up like color wheel, like makeup color wheel. That is super helpful just to see like what cancels out what. And like, if you have more blue tone or like blue undertones or more gray or more green. Mm -hmm. yeah that was i had to learn that like i was like i'm buying all these things it's not making sense and like <laughs> <laughs> yep it's real yeah we're we're multifaceted and we've got lots of different colors in our skin and in our makeup so yes even that's why it's I've, once i learned that that's why i use the whole let me put it against my um that's why like i like gold oh, the, like the jawline is also a really great spot um, for foundation, especially, uh, mm -hmm. obviously you're not going to put lipstick right here, <laughs> but um, foundation, I always put it like right here, bring it down the neck. Because if you see, even with me and I don't have any foundation on today, but if you just look at like my face, right, is a little bit more of that. And the lighting is not great right now, but, um, I'm more neutral to warm, but, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, my face is just a little darker than my neck because like, if you think about when you're in the sun, 
you're not like this walking around like your neck is not right your neck is not is not getting the sun so um what i would say and this obviously depends i like to make sure that it matches the neck of course but let's say you're like you got a lot of sun on your face and it's just like wow your neck is just like the only thing that's like very light then you can always kind of find that happy in between where it's like, okay, it's blending well. Like I can just bring it down and blend it because you also don't want to go too light. Then you start to look pasty and pale and not cute. Right. And so I say always go just a little warmer than a little cooler or like lighter. So hmm. that's, that's just what I think. Yeah. That's why I think I see what you're saying um, about your undertones because that's why I like gold looks kind of good. It looks not kind of, but looks great yeah, on you. Gold. Yeah. I'm not a silver person. Yeah. No, but I think that silver wouldn't wouldn't compliment you as much. Right. Yeah. That's it. Definitely looks better on cooler undertones and just. Um, but also, I've seen. So, I mean, I've seen people wear both at the same time, like silver. Yes. And I'm like, you can do it all. But yeah, I think because I've also heard you know other makeup artists say like, well, I like to go to match the neck and if it is a little lighter you just take some bronzer or like warm it up which you can oh. absolutely do um but i think like if i could find like a happy in between i like to do that so, mm -hmm. so it's just a preference thing but yeah mm, see you dropped the gems with the <laughs> jawline thing i didn't know that and <laughs> and for anyone that was listening that didn't know now you should go and watch the video yeah, <laughs> Happy to like if someone has a question like and I offer consultations I do like 60 minutes consultations for like 60 bucks you can ask me whatever you want we can do whatever like literally you could get on and just be like go say me how was your day <laughs> <laughs> no but obviously I'd like to talk about beauty so um, I've done you know consultations where maybe they want to do their own makeup for an event uh, so they're just like they want to get some tips and tricks or maybe they just want to learn how to do an eyeliner, like a wing liner properly because they've got a hooded lid. And hooded lid is literally like, it's like skin folds kind of over. Um, you see that? I mean, I'm looking up, so right now it doesn't look hooded. But if mm -hmm. I look straight ahead, you can see that skin kind of comes over a bit and hides yeah. my eye. So <clears throat> that's the fold of your eye, I should say. So yeah, sometimes that's a thing that people want to learn. Like, well, I'm trying to do like an eyeliner and it just doesn't, I can't see it because my eye eventually, like I open my eye and it's gone. So mm -hmm. something like that I can teach. I just skincare, regimen, whatever, like wedding makeup, whatever you want. Yeah. And you, when you said that just now, okay. So I'm going to bring this to another question. I said that was the last question, but it's not right. But I'm not shy about sharing my age. Right. So I'm so <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> Um, I'm 39, right? And I feel like um, my skin and things are changing as I get older, right? Have, do you notice that too, even when you're um, doing makeup for either for yourself or for other people? Yeah. So, oh man, I remember like in my 20s, I was like, why am I breaking up? Like, what is happening? And then, you know, I will say my skin has started to like level out a bit as I now I'm, I'm 33. So just like, um, it really just varies per person, right? And age, but definitely I think in your later thirties, um, mid late thirties, I can see there's maybe, um, more of that like sun damage a little bit. If you've mm -hmm. been sun or a little bit more pigmentation, you've got a little bit of, um, what's the word I was looking for? Freckles. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, the not liver spots or the, 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 the I get those. These I the little... Yeah. I, I can't think of it right now, but, um, and I've got freckles, like you can see, mm -hmm. like I've got freckles, but mm -hmm. some, some women have like that hyperpigmentation. I do have, like, you know, they're, they're really showing some sunspots and they want to like camouflage that. So, um, yeah, I think for sure, there's a lot of things as you're growing, you're getting older and your skin's changing. It's always changing, right? It's never going to be the same. Mm -hmm. So, and especially what you're doing with to it and for it and your environment is going to also play huge effects on that. So yeah, I think with like t a more textured, you know, uh, mature skin, um, I'd say, you know, go for more of those like cream bait. You want to look a little bit of that. You want to have more of that glow. You want to like bring back in that life. So mm -hmm. creams are really good for that. Um, 
And but I'll also making sure you set because you don't you don't want to look like a grease ball because then also <laughs> like creams can accentuate fine lines in certain areas and make you look greasy and not it's just like oh wow I see everything times a million so right balance with everything always it, yes everything yes is yin and yang <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn um, well even in we're talking about stages in life. Um, right after having my kids, I get these really dark areas on a, like on my temples and, and my jaw, and then it goes away within the next year or two. So even like navigating that whole thing, right, you know, right. like ma makeup wise. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I mean, like it kind of comes down to like what I said about like covering up your face, right. Or foundation base concealer. Um, depending on what you're comfortable with. I mean, some, I've seen some women rock, like they're just, they're like comfortable with it. That's it. Like, I'm not going to cover it up. It, it is what it is. But if you really want to, which there's nothing wrong either way with either uh, option, um, then, you know, doing that kind of like getting that clean slate, that base mm -hmm. on, and then going in and kind of pinpointing what you want to cover up which can okay. be kind of hard sometimes. Like if you have like these random spots and, and just little areas, you don't want to just take like uh, a concealer and then it's like a light patch right here. Right. Look weird. So I think the most important thing is to just smooth out your complexion, like get that initial base on and then see what you can do after that. But mm -hmm. sometimes you just got to let it be, you know? Yes. Just yes. Accept it. And that's, it is what it is. I used to hate my freckles when I was growing up because you know, boys in school would just be like, oh, freckle face and you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, four eyes because I wore glasses even pretty young. So yeah, so that's that like stigmatism in my left eye. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so I hated them. And then I can't remember when it was that I started to really like embrace them and love them because I would just like, I would wear like full coverage foundation. Yeah. Know, 14, 15, whatever. And, um, and that's pretty young, but like 15, 16. And it was, you know, and I liked it. I like to like apply all this makeup and have fun with it. But at the same time, like you could see my true skin tone texture, you know, my, my freckles weren't showing very much unless it was summer, but I, I just say embrace your skin and the real fresh look. I love that. Yes. Yes. As a fellow freckle girl, I understand. <laughs> so cute. I love like I can't, I don't, you can't see it there. Anyway, you can't see it here. But anyway, but. I noticed those things, trust me. <laughs> I do have a hard time, like, having that balance of when you're trying to cover up, like, how do I, I don't want to cover up too much because then I'm covering up my freckles and then it just looks weird because everybody knows I have freckles. And then it's like, <laughs> where'd they go? You know, but. Yeah, no, it's true. And I like, my freckles vary too. Like, if I go outside for a little bit, mm -hmm. then I'm like, and then if, mm -hmm. I, if I'm just in the winter, maybe they're not as intense, but sometimes in the winter, even when I go up, like it, they'll come out of nowhere. It really, yeah. It's a hormonal thing too. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think I've noticed as I've been kind of getting older every year, like my freckles, they, they change a little bit. Yes. And like, sometimes I'm like, whoa, I didn't think they would come out right now. And they do. And so, yeah, it's interesting. For sure. It is interesting. Oh, this was great. I knew this would be fun. <laughs> this is so much fun. We could talk for hours. Literally. <laughs> so please let everybody know where they can find you and connect and check out all your work. Yeah. So I'm Hello Sam, H-U-L-L-O-S-A-M on Instagram. My blog is hellosam.com, Twitter, Hello Sam, Pinterest, Hello Sam. I mean, I tried to keep it as streamlined as possible so you can mm -hmm. find me. If you just look up Polo Sam, all of those things will come up, um, even on my website blog. So yeah, that's all that. Yay! Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time, Sam. And we will all check out your work. And we maybe, maybe in the future we'll be back on here. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Before we, before we end, I just want you to say this word because I am terrible at saying it and I keep <laughs> reading it. Okay. How do you say? And then the in the enneagram and the uh... oh, the enneagram. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're talking about the enneagram. Oh yes. Oh my god, I said I was gonna end, but it's okay. We can keep going. I don't know if you. <laughs> the enneagram is a whole other thing. We could do another podcast with the enneagram. We will. Yes. We will. There we go. But that's how you say it. Can you say it again? Enneagram. 
Enneagram. Like, think of like any and then a gram, like any a gram, any a gram. Any a gram, any a gram. Okay, okay, okay. We will do another episode with it. That would be so much fun. Yay! Implementing Enneagram into like makeup, uh, like events eventually. Do it. Like personality (laughs) with your makeup. (laughs) do it yes (laughs) well thanks again and we will check out all your work and we'll connect again sounds good so how was the episode i surely enjoyed the conversation because I consider Sammy a friend and I can't wait till we're able to actually see each other again. I don't know when that will be, but Sam, it's going to happen. So be sure to check out Sam and her work at Hello Sam, H-U-L-L-O-S-A-M. You can find her on the internet and also on Instagram. You can go and find her at that same handle and tell her you heard about her on the What in the Wellness with Tiffany show. Again, if you did enjoy the episode, please make sure to share it with a friend or share it on social because that helps. Also give it a rating in whatever podcast app that you're listening to and that will be so so greatly appreciated by me but that's it for today and i will see you all next time thanks again and stay safe